0: I hope you catch uh, Caitlin Buss when she writes in the newspaper. Friday, in fact, on the opinions page. And Caitlin uh, is, in fact, assistant editorial page editor at the Detroit News. And uh, the person I submit my, uh, my Monday column to, matter of fact. Got a column uh, right now. Dan Campbell transformed same old lions. What am I hearing here? Oh, I'm hearing my uh, cell phone. Oh, make sure to turn that off. So the uh, White House... Uh, pressed on drone mix-up leading to deadly strike, breaking news. That's the uh, press conference, and they'll dance, dance, dance on that one. Anyway, uh, this column from Friday caught my attention under the headline, State Makes False Case Against Homeschoolers. This doesn't make any sense to me at all, but Caitlin Buss, assistant editorial page editor at the Detroit News, has taken a deep dive and has some very interesting, to me, fascinating information. Caitlin, good afternoon.
1: Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. Great uh, column this week, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, f- I it.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you very much. And you have a great column. So there we are. Yeah. Um, I, I don't get it. What's going on here?
1: Yeah, you know, this is a big proposal uh, to, to talk about in the state. And it's not to necessarily discuss the merits of the idea of registering homeschoolers themselves. I think that's an entirely separate issue that should be discussed and debated with all of the stakeholders involved. Um, what they did was really say, you know, and this is from Democrats, Attorney General uh, Dana Nessel, and then the State Board of Education has said, we we think that there's abuse happening in homeschools and that basically parents who homeschool might not be trustworthy enough to <laughs> to keep their kids at home. We're, we're not sure if there's abuse going on. And that's the premise on which they've said, so we must register all homeschoolers in this state. And it's it's really just unfounded. Uh, offensive in my opinion they've linked it to uh, they seem to be taking advantage of this one case of a couple and and actually the father in this couple um, was a former uh, department of human uh, health and human services employee so he was actually part of the child protective services system that nestle called out you know this guy's abusive well well why don't you take a look at your own department that you're in charge of and see where the abuse is there not to mention public school abuse and and what kids are subjected to across the board in a number of education models so we're really talking about you know how they started this conversation which i think was just you know wrong off the bat
0: i i must tell you it's not what i i i have nothing to do with this other than reading the news paying attention mm-hmm. knowing homeschooled kids over the years i've never heard of it being used as an excuse to either, A, keep their kids from being educated at all or abusing their kids. What I do know is that nearly 12% of public school students nationwide suffer either verbal, visual, or physical sexual misconduct by an educator in 2022. That's up from nearly 10% in 2004. That's from the Department of Education. I do know about bullying that happens in schools and how that's grown to be a big problem, but I have never honestly heard about this other issue and as i understand look i don't think you're going to tell me why i might be wrong on this but i don't see a problem with somebody checking in and making sure that some kids that are not going to public schools or private schools or parochial schools or whatever that we check in to make sure they are being educated if it's home educated that's fine homeschooled but i see that they they want to they want to basically check with people about homeschooling And about parochial schools, as if they're holding them suspect as well.
1: Yeah, it's a new approach. And, you know, Democrats are are banking on the fact that, yes, a lot of other states register their homeschoolers. But, yeah, they want to enroll. You know, they want to have four buckets, essentially, of, you know, I'm I'm a public school, I'm in a parochial school, I'm in a homeschool. And they want to check off and and do follow-up welfare checks with a lot of these kids. Again, you know, not to enforce any educational standards. We haven't heard, you know, we need to make sure that they're reading and writing. They're saying that, but they're not even making sure that kids in public school can do that. So what gives them the ground to think that they are going to go into these homes where, you know, there's not a lot of data on homeschoolers. It's, it's growing now that, um, you know, that so many people throughout the country have turned to this form of education, that there is more data now. And I do think that a little more data for Michigan would even help. Um, but, you know, they're not saying we need to ensure that each child is being educated. I mean, that's a different conversation that might have pros or cons. They're saying this is a safety issue only. And we know that public schools are just, you know, obviously less safe than they used to be.
0: Uh, no question about that. We have we have news of that every day, sadly. Uh, I always thought of people who homeschooled as being kind of extra special people because they're taking on an added responsibility that most parents have uh, have given to the state or the public uh, education system.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, this might be an attempt to shore up Michigan's public education. Um, you know, that has been faltering over the past decade. But there might be other reasons for that just, you know, besides uh, cultural differences. I, I think homeschoolers have been targeted because it, it has tended to be a more you know, conservative uh, philosophy of keeping your kids at home. But that is not the case today. I mean, there's a very liberal side to homeschooling. There's very progressive homeschoolers. You know, there's a ton of education models, um, learning pods, all kinds of of new ideas that have emerged since the pandemic. And, you know, everyone should be treated at best equally on an equal playing field, not punished for choosing an alternate route of education because the state has failed so greatly.
0: Well, certainly not automatically assuming right. that 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 people who choose parents who want to teach their kids at home are automatically thought to be abusive and untrustworthy. Caitlin Buss with us, assistant editorial page editor of the Detroit News. Look up her column from Friday, State Makes False Case Against Homeschoolers. What do they say about the absenteeism? I mean, chronic absenteeism, as you point out in your column, uh, increased to 38% statewide in 2022. In Lansing, is this correct, 81% of students are chronically absent, 81%?
1: It is, and, you know, it took me by surprise, too. This is right in lawmakers' backyard. Um, uh, Flint is another one. I think the the, the absentee rate is uh, 81%, and that means people who are missing at least 10% of the school year is, is the definition of that term. Um, you know, and in Detroit, it's about 66, 67, um, you know, other major cities throughout the state. It's, it's, you know, well over half for a lot of these places. Um, and that has increased over the past few years, too. So, yeah, to your point, you know, are they checking in on these kids when they don't show up? Um, you know, and a lot of this is the result of remote learning, masking. You know, kids are, are not motivated to show up, and there's not enough teachers to keep track of them.
0: Where do we go from here? What's next, Caitlin?
1: You know, I think this is an important conversation, and I, I would hope that it would uh, be restarted along the lines of how do we support homeschoolers? How do we, you know, make sure that every child, public school, parochial, homeschool, is is getting that, you know, guarantee of an education that that they do have a right to. Um, but it needs to be restarted on on you know fairer terms. Let's talk about the pros and cons of registering homeschool students so that we have data so that we know what's going on but not you know that we're not punishing these people or presuming them to be abusive you know it's an increasing number of people in this state and it's it's just simply unfair
0: well it is to automatically assume the worst but i i see no problem with trying to get a handle on where everyone is but let's be honest about why we're doing it not because we're losing out on state or federal funding because they're not coming into the schools but because we really do care about mm-hmm. how we do in educating these kids we we owe them a good education
1: yeah certainly each child you know deserves that protection and I, I think we should be looking for you know the right routes to support parents and, and give parents you know the benefit of the doubt that they're doing the best thing for their kid I think that's an important approach to take
0: job well done as always Caitlin bus a fine uh, graduate of Hillsdale College yet another one <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Caitlin, very much. Assistant editorial page editor at the Detroit News. Well, that's going to do it for us. We will uh, shake off the heartbreak uh, of last night and we will carry on and uh, and salute our Lions for the incredible season and joy they gave us. Stream WJR at WJR.com Alexa, Google Home. you Get the WJR app. Go to TheGreatVoice.com for the podcast and be a part of it. Stand by for news and JR Afternoons with Chris Renwick. You're on your way to making each and every day count. Each day is a gift. Regards, Paul W. Smith.